in a world where Mondays are taken over by a machine. Welcome to Machine Mondays. Hello, 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 Machiniacs and Schmodown fans, and welcome to another episode of Machine Mondays. I'm Janine the Machine, and first off, as usual, I gotta say a huge thank you to my good friend David B for creating this awesome track for me, the official machine theme. Thank you so much, David B, and if you want to check him out, you can find him at David B Music 21 on Twitter. And now I can also say a huge thank you to my good friend Kevin the Smasher Smets, the reigning inner geekdom champion. Uh, for this great uh, voice intro he's done for me. Um, I feel like Machine Mondays has now become like a kick-ass 90s action movie trailer. So thank you so much, Kevin Smets, for that. I love it. And if you want to find him, you can find him at Kev Smets on Twitter. Um, There are a lot of links to his KOTOR Star Wars movie saga. He's super proud of that. It's awesome. So check it out, please, and check him out. Follow him on Twitter at Kev Smets. So huge thank you to Kevin, huge thank you to David B. But let's get into today's episode. So as you know, this past Saturday, we had a huge Schmodown throwdown, a live event, live match between Corruption and the family for a title shot. Um, big match. Um, I was honored to get to step in to be acting manager for the family. Um, uh, Sam couldn't be there. Ken couldn't be there. So I stepped up to take that role. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about the match. So yes, um, I was acting manager. I don't know that I provided much uh, in the way of managing, but I did the best that I could do. You know, my goals were to kind of just um, look at the boards in round one and kind of make sure all of that was above above board. (laughs) Yeah, I was really trying to make sure I could just see Mike's board and uh, Chance's board and see kind of what they were writing to make sure it was matching what they were saying. Um, And then just to kind of be that cheerleader support person. And then just I talked with them before the match. We looked at the wheel. Um, we talked about what they would be comfortable keeping, what they would want to spin away from, what they would give them, how they got opponents and all of that kind of situation. Um, so we kind of had a plan uh, for round two of what they would feel comfortable staying with and all of that before the match. Um, so yeah, so it was just kind of talking to them about the wheel and what they wanted to do before, um, me keeping an eye on the opponent's boards and making sure that they were, their words were matching what they were writing and, um, just being that cheerleader boost for them. So those were kind of my goals that I wanted to hit as a manager. So I think I did the best that I could, you know, doing those things. So yeah. Um, and I came out in my, um, sad bond. This is stirred shirt. So, um, I think it must've jinxed, jinxed them because Mike still managed to get a bond question in there. So, uh, I tried <laughs> and I also unveiled the machine arm, which will be a regular thing you'll be seeing now. Every time you see me, I will have the arm intact. So yes, I, I definitely want to, um, 
really hone in that machine brand um, and have a signature thing. So yes, machine arm is here to stay. Um, but yeah, a great match. Great round one for my guys. Um, they both only missed one question in round one. Mike missed three questions and Chance got a perfect but missed the bonus. So that was kind of what kept it somewhat balanced. But um, uh, Guy and McWeeny were able to get the lead going into the second round. So super great. I feel like people were kind of doing a comparative look, maybe comparing Chance to McWeenie and uh, Guy to Mike. So I think those were kind of the comparative things they were going to be looking at in this match and who was going to play better between um, those sets. So um, if we're looking at that, Guy definitely um, did better than Mike in that first round. So super proud of him. And I don't know that people maybe expected that. Um, but Mike usually tends to have a shaky round one in general. So yeah, I was surprised that he missed as many as he did though, going into a match that's like a number one contenders match and a big deal and considering, um, how well chance has been doing lately. So it was kind of surprising that he missed that many. So going into round two, the family's in the lead, they defer, they let corruption spin first and um, I'm pretty sure what they put on the wheel was DCEU and the Wizarding World, um, which was funny to me because in the post interview, Mike was going on and on about how he didn't think it was fair that they were going to let inner geekdom categories on the wheel, even though, you know, he is an inner geekdom player. He was, you know, putting this great gesture out there that he didn't think it was fair and he thought it was dumb and um that they shouldn't have done that and gave him the option to put the inner kingdom categories on the wheel. Okay. Well, if you feel that strongly about it, you don't have to do it, but he still took advantage of that option. So I just didn't understand why he was talking so much shit about it in the post interview about how he was so noble and thought it was so unfair to be able to have that option to put inner kingdom slices. And then he took full advantage of that, of that um, option. So didn't quite compute for the machine, but, Okay, so yes, they get Spinner's Choice and they go with DCEU. So obviously they swept the round. Then my boys spin. We had talked about it beforehand that they felt comfortable with Coen Brothers. They were sure about it. So once it landed, I knew that that was something they were going to stick with. So we stuck with it. Um, and yeah, they were sweeping. They were doing great. And I think it was up to that fifth question, which was kind of the tricky question. So um, I think they automatically thought it was Bridge of Spies. But they weren't 100% sure, so they went to the multiple choice. And once they heard Bridge of Spies in the multiple choice, they were sure of it, but it ended up being wrong because the whole situation was that the unbroken, which was the answer, and now, of course, corruption, whether they knew it or not, had all the options laid out, and the main one was eliminated. Um, so it was easy to kind of process of elimination. So if they did, in fact, not know it, process of elimination was right there for them. Um, so they were able to get that steal. So yeah, the tricky thing about that question was, um, British spies was 2014 and they did ask for what movie did they write? What war movie did they write, but not direct that came out in 2014. So they said the year, but the unbroken movie came out in 2015 or I mean, uh, Unbroken came out in 2014. Bridge of spies was 2015. So that's why there was that confusion because they were back-to-back -back years so I feel like that question was kind of meant to trip you up or at least make you really think and listen um so yeah so it was a very tricky question I think um but sometimes those come up sometimes it happens it's rough um so it was not great for them to get that steal but um still a great round two for them you know, they swept everything else so 
Um, yeah, so going into round three, corruption now has the lead. Numbers are chosen. Drew decides to, McQueenie just decides to take the two-pointer um, in biopics. Uh, he gets it, um, bounces back. And of course, Mike and his luck, his magical fucking luck never fails. And he gets a Bond question for his two-point question. Who plays James Bond in these two movies? I don't know. Yeah. So easy peasy. He gets it, bounces back. Um, they get the three who plays the lead in Unsane. Uh, guy, he uses a repeat because I feel like, you know, he says to himself, he's seen it. Um, so I feel like it's right on the tip of his brain. He'll pull it, he'll pull it. And he just doesn't quite get there. I know that feeling all too well. Um, and it's Claire Foy. So we missed the three. So now we have to get the five or they win. So they get the five. McQueenie, of course, knows it right away and it bounces back. Chance gets the three. And then they play that bullshit game that everyone seems to be doing now. Like, it's just so tired and so old. And please, competitors, just stop. Like, Chance and Mike have done it many a time. Uh, Chandru has done it. Uh, ben perfected it. Just, just stop. At this point, like, you're trying to build suspense for the audience, but it's not suspenseful if everybody knows what you're doing. Like, Guy even knew what they were doing was saying, they know it they know it. They're just pretending they're just stalling. So like the whole point of that whole thing is to stall for suspense. But when people have done it so many times, it's so outplayed and it's not suspenseful anymore. It's just annoying. So yeah, they did the whole thing. I think they even used some repeats on that just to like drag it out. Like ugh, it's just shitty and annoying and so overplayed outplayed just stop just stop competitors please stop with the long drag out I know the answer but I'm gonna just act like I don't know the answer <sighs> infuriating and annoying so yes they did that whole thing they got the answer they win the match I believe the final score is like 36 to 31 so definitely well fought by the family so proud of how they played um particularly of guy because I don't know that people always see him as a great competitor um but he's great and he's actually delved into really preparing and studying and you know he's putting that effort in for sure so he's definitely putting that effort in so super proud of guy um super proud of mcweenie until he decided to walk out on us in the post interview. So yes, we get into the post interview. I'm talking about how proud I am of them and just talking about how, you know, this is just another situation that shows how much luck plays into the game. Then we send the mic back to McWeeny and he starts talking about how Sam's not there and guys holding him back. So we don't need him. And he just decides to storm off. So that leaves us with, you know, possibly our most knowledgeable player out of our faction, out of the league, uh, a big loss. So I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, we'll, we'll collect ourselves. We'll come together and figure it out. You know, Sam is very smart. He is invested. So we will figure this out, but that was definitely a tough blow for us. Um, yeah. Then Mike decides to come in. <laughs> at our darkest hour and challenge guy to a match. So we're definitely going to get that redemption back. Cause I mean, if you saw how Mike played in that match guy could take him easy, especially if 
now that Guy is with the suspects and with Sam and he's preparing and studying and all of that stuff, um, if people were comparing how Mike and Guy played in that team's match, like there's a pretty sizable chance that um, Guy can totally take Mike. So he challenges him to a big match in the ring in Houston live. Um, so hopefully we'll see that come about. Hopefully we'll see that happen. Guy can totally take him. I would love to see them go at it in the ring. Be a definitely epic match and a great match for the suspects um, to get us back, you know, back on our road to victories. And we also have some other great matches coming up. I mean, Jader has a match coming up. Cameron has a match coming up. Um, Jen Camp was just announced to have a match coming up against Marisol McKee. So yeah, we have plenty of ample opportunities to, um, you know, get ourselves back on the horse and get ourselves back up there. I mean, it's still early in the season, so do not count out the suspects. I'm so proud of us. We, you know, we're doing great things and this is not the end of us and free for all's coming up as well. So we definitely have plans to kick ass. So yeah, that's the match guys. Uh, so crazy corruption, taking it going to play the founding fathers for the title. Um, so this is a, a little dance that these two teams have been doing for a while now. So we'll see who comes out on top. Um, chance is playing like, like a beast. So yeah, um, but Mike needs to step up his game if he wants to beat the Founding Fathers. So we'll see how that plays out. And uh, we'll see what comes next for the suspects. Um, we have two open spots on our roster. So we got to, um, you know, get together as a faction and discuss and see what Sam wants to do. And yeah, we will definitely figure all of that out. Um, but yeah, we're just super excited for free for all. I mean, I'm excited. I think that's kind of where I went wrong with my rally match too, was just because, I mean, I love Mark Riley. He's a friend and I should have had fun playing against him. And I just didn't let myself have fun because I was so focused on proving something and so focused on just, you know, I need to focus on questions. I need to be completely closed off and focused and yeah so I couldn't let myself enjoy it or have fun in that match but free-for-all is always fun and exciting and like free free <laughs> free-for-all is free like freeing so yes um I'm super excited about my entrance look and what I have planned for that I'm feeling decent about my spot so um yeah Free-for-all is definitely going to be an opportunity for me to redeem myself, if for nothing else, just to enjoy myself this time. Um, because that first match in the season, I did not let myself enjoy it, and I plan to do that at Free-for-all. So I'm super excited for the suspects and um, all our matches coming up and getting to see my faction mates uh, perform in this Free-for-all. And yeah, it's going to be really fun. Definitely curious to see, you know, where everyone's at. If I end up at the table with, you know, my friends, Kevin Smets, or even the hot man, Brandon Hanna, um, that would be amazing. Definitely going to be a fun event. I hope everyone uh, gets their tickets and their streams because, yeah, you definitely don't want to miss this year's free for all. I think it's going to be complete insanity, complete bonkers, and completely fun. Uh, last year was amazing. Um, 
I love the theater that we did it at and we're going to be there again. So it's definitely going to be a great event. So definitely go to the schmodownlive.com and get your live streams if you cannot be there. Um, but I definitely recommend you trying to be there. Um, I know I've had many people tell me that this has was maybe their first event, their girlfriend or boyfriend brought them and, um, or they brought a family member and this was their first time seeing anything Schmodown related and they had so much fun. So if this is your first event, you know, if this is going to be your first time traveling for the Schmodown, definitely make it for the free for all because it's epic. Um, I can't say that enough. <laughs> so yes, um, March 21st, theshmodownlive.com. You can get your streams, you can get your tickets. Go for free for all because I'm super excited and I'm going to be looking pretty badass. I'm, I'm calling it right now. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's it guys for this episode of Machine Mondays. Uh, if you want to hit me up, you can find me at Janine Dabeen on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can check out um, the other shows on this feed. We also have have Morgan hasn't seen every Wednesday me and my great co-host uh, Morgan Robinson you know he hasn't seen things so I pick a related series of films uh, related genre or franchise of films we watch we discuss um, and yeah he shares his opinions on these movies because he's never seen them before so um, you get a new insight on movies that you know you maybe have seen and love for years that he's our wholly new to him. So um, we always have a great time over there every Wednesday and Morgan hasn't seen. Um, and every Friday, you can check out the uh, flagship show, the namesake show of our feed. It's a wonderful podcast where we give love to those classic uh, movies, those old forgotten films. Um, and sometimes I get to do a little segment called Deja Vu, where if the movie that we happen to be covering has a modern remake, we discuss that we watch and we discuss that as well and look at it in a comparative way to the the old classic version. So yeah, check out It's a Wonderful Podcast every Friday. Morgan hasn't seen every Wednesday. And of course, right here with me every Monday on Machine Mondays. Uh, we also have a Patreon now for It's a Wonderful Podcast. You can support me and my artwork, um, Morgan and his media endeavors, um, and support our podcast that we do together. So yeah, it's definitely a fun time um, had with me and Morgan. <laughs> um, so check out our Patreon at It's a Wonderful One on patreon.com. We have some fun tiers um, where we have some live streams planned. You can get some artwork, um, some fun little videos that we make. Um, I do machine misdemeanors where, you know, I'll watch a movie from a question I missed and I'll kind of talk about the question and what I learned from the movie and give a little review of what I thought of it. Um, I just did one on Donnie Darko because I missed that whole cellar door question with Mike. So yeah, um, check out our Patreon. Um, we got some fun tears over there. So yeah. Um, and also, if you want to get some awesome merch for the shows I just mentioned, or you just want to support my art and check it out, you can find it at uh, my Tee Public shop on tpublic.com at G9Design. Uh, but that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all the love and the support. Um, yeah, so like and share and listen. You can also send me voice messages. There's a link below uh, to send voice messages to me about anything you want to say about the Schmodown or any of the other shows on this feed. And I will play them right here on the show. So it's always appreciated. Thank you guys so much for listening. It means the world to me. XO, XO, Machine out. <laughs>